Welcome to Probably Country. I'm Brooks Whelan, uh, part of the summer country here. This is getting a new tune, opening up each episode. That was Shania Twain with Man, I Feel Like a Woman. Um, thanks for listening to me talk about country by myself for a good hour today. Uh, I just love it so much. Getting ready, geared up for my Alan Jackson concert this Friday. Really excited about that. Can't wait to hear some of it. Uh, most excited for Chattahoochee. Uh, also, uh, looking forward to a whole bunch of, uh, drive for Daddy Jean. Like that song a bunch. Oh, what's that? Oh, we have another guest today. Andy Wood is here. Oh, I'm, I'm relegated to a guest now that we're probably country. Huh? Probably country. Yep. I'm, I'm admitting I'm not a specialist in the country. Uh, yeah, so uh, this actually isn't, guys, heads up, not, this isn't probably countries, it's probably science. Wait, what? Yes, I know, I know, I know. I know. Uh, Matt Kirshen is still in, on the moon, I think. He's went to the moon now. Um, but that's fine, because we have a special guest today, everyone, Nick Turner. Nicky. Hello. Hi, Nick Turner. Is, uh, is Matt, Matt Kirshen's not here? Yeah, no, he's never here. Oh, he's, is he a fictional, is he like, uh... Um, Niles' wife on Frasier. <laughs> I, I think so. Uh, you may have seen Nick Turner on the Jimmy Fallon program. It's probably not telling true. jokes. Also, you may have seen Nick Turner with me on Thursday, almost getting bit by a rattlesnake. If it didn't lunge, can you call it almost? I almost stepped on it. Like I saw a bear in a zoo. I didn't almost get mauled by a bear. This, there was no cage between me and a rattlesnake. <laughs> there was no cage. You're right, but he saw me. This is strange because Brooks is rarely prone to exaggeration. I'm really surprised that something that's not quite 100 percent true would have made it. So no, no. I mean, it's legitimate. Uh, he almost stepped on a snake um, on a rattle on a rattlesnake, which those are the bad ones. Yeah, dude. Seriously, maybe a foot away from it. So fucking scared, freaked out. Did you hear the rattle? Didn't rattle. Did not rattle. Did that's not rattle. you weren't in danger. That's You're part fine. of the deal. They need to rattle. He knew you weren't going to step on him. He dude, was fine. I you were fine. Fucking lost it. I am. That's like a common thing on this podcast. I'm so scared of snakes. Before we went on the hike, I go, "There's no snakes, right?" And then I called it. I, I said, "We call this snake trail." And as a joke, and I was like, "Ah ha ha!" Then we almost step on a rattlesnake. It was so scary. I took a picture of it. Wait, put, wait, wait, if you were terrified of it, why were you hovering to take a picture? Why didn't you run? That away from was the what I snake? said. Yeah. He 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 um he screamed when he screamed. Okay, this is what happened. He saw the snake and he screamed the highest pitch yeah. I'd ever heard. <laughs> I can um, imagine. I can imagine. And then uh, and then he dropped his phone, and then he pi- and then he the phone was right next to the snake, and then he just bent down and picked up his phone and took a picture of it. Well, I'm more I hate snakes, but I like it, but I, my love for Instagram is above all. Oh, I see. Okay, so I was like, I need to get this on Instagram. <laughs> that. That overtook my And you my fear. did get a lot of likes. Oh, it got a lot of likes. Yep. Uh, it's pretty impressive. So check anyway. that out. Follow him at, I don't know, what's your Instagram? Uh, handle? Yeah. It's at, actually at Brooks Whelan. I take more pride in that than anything I do. So it's your Instagram account. I love my Instagram account. I love it. Uh, Mine's pretty good, you guys. I'm about once a week uploader of a photograph of something silly. No, mine are all. I don't like pictures of people. I like things. Like no, that's what actually I'm make yeah. it look. My cool. Instagram account is just pictures of uh, girls' asses that I, right after I fucked them. Oh, you! Yeah. That, I come, I come on their ass, and then I take a picture of it, and that's the kind of comedy that I do. 
Oh man, that sounds like some real Def Jam shit. That sounds pretty cool. No, I'm just kidding. It's mostly just uh, pictures of my um, of of my car parallel parked. And in like how, really, how in really tight your... spaces. I do the same thing. If I do a great job of it, I document oh, it right away. Yeah. So hot. Really? Does it get a lot of likes? Um, no, I don't think I'm ever actually. That just seemed like a boring. I know. Thing. Have you I never know. taken a picture of a good parallel parking job? Because I totally have. No, Andy. no, I have, but I never. But I didn't Instagram <laughs> I, it. I posted it. I was I like, think look I at this. It. Six inches on either side oh, at most. Man. So, so Six Nick inches? Are you kidding me? Mine are like an inch and a half. Oh, that's so not wait. Possible. So Nick <laughs> explaining the most boring thing he could think of. Andy doesn't I've done that. <laughs> Follow me on Instagram, you guys. I am an endless well. Yo, you want that boring Instagram account? Yo, you want those pictures of parked cars? I got that shit, <laughs> dude. I had the worst thing happened when i moved to chicago from iowa I, w- I went to parallel park and i was terrible at it because you don't have to do that in iowa and there was a group of people there they started filming me with their camera phone phones laughing hysterically at how bad i was at it like i was in out in out and they're like this is the worst thing now, i've ever seen are you sure that it was because of that and not because of your mustache <laughs> no the mustache is new it's part of country <laughs> summer <laughs> okay as part of country summer. I don't uh, even think mustaches are particularly country. They're more like uh, hipster, well, ironic. No. I I'm, got a mustache and it's country summer. That sounds... <laughs> Dude, Alan Jackson just shaved his mustache, I found out. What the fuck am I going to do at his concert now? <laughs> like, I've been growing this mustache for the Alan Jackson concert now for about a month and a half. Are they going to give him a prosthesis, perhaps, for the concert? Because I otherwise, so. how, could he, how could he play? Maybe they'll mistake you for Alan Jackson. Oh. And then ask you to perform. And then when you get there, you just do a podcast. No, I'll just play my phone into it. <laughs> and then lip sync. I wouldn't even lip sync. I would be cheering the whole time that I was playing my own microphone, uh, my own phone. Um, Okay, Nick, this is a podcast about science. Oh, thank God. Science? Yeah. Of course it is. What? Big fan. Oh, that's nice. Thanks. Big fan. Science says thanks. I love the um, episode you did with Moshe Kasher. Oh, really? It's one of our audience favorites. It is. It must be. I mean, the guy, he said, what a life. What a life. What a life. life (laughs) What a life. A lot of opinions. So many glasses, uh, glasses. Sure, 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 sure. Um, what is your background in science? Thank Nick? you. What do um, you know about do it? Most comedians have a background in science. No, it's like. Have you had John Ozilay on this show? No, he's do you a, know he's a he is? he's a PhD, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, he's a fucking full blown scientist. Yeah, that guy's smart and funny. He's got a mustache. He's so he funny. Looks, he I keep telling him to, to, to ditch the science. Yeah, well, Brooks should do the same thing. Yeah, we were just talking last well, week I about that. I, well, I don't have. I don't well, at make, least you live in L.A. I don't make money doing comedy. It's a good point. That's, so that's, that's an important part science. of the process. But Jono's in thumbs down Boston. Boston, thumbs down. But I think he's moving to New York. Um, shout out. You know, we gotta have. Our, we gotta have. Uh, <laughs> I just wanted to make it an official <laughs> shout out. I actually want this to be called shout outs with Nick. Shout out. Am I hosting this show now? Yeah, you're Andy's out. Nick is in. No, just you Uh, now. And Matt Kirshen is somewhere. Oh, it's just, oh, you're not in. I'm not in it. Oh, this, is this just going to be another, uh, another podcast under the Brooks Whelan umbrella? Yeah, I'm starting a new, um, a new podcast empire. Uh, we have to record everything at Andy's house on Andy's equipment. That's yeah. cool with Andy. Yeah. No, I'm fine with it. <laughs> is he getting a piece of these profits? Nope, nope. It Nothing goes, going toward the hot tub. It all goes. Uh, it all goes straight to the insane clown posse, actually, because the, the bigger umbrella corporation of the whole thing is the Juggalo 
Oh, really? Yeah. With, You're a subsidiary a of the Juggalos. As we, as we discussed. Yeah. So it all pretty much goes back to um, uh, Shaggy 2 Dope. I think he gets the majority of the proceeds. Isn't it Shaggy? I don't know. Don't act like you don't know the members of the ICP. I don't know the, either member of the ICP. Shaggy and Raggedy. Shaggy 2 Dope is definitely one of them. My girlfriend told me she wanted to name our next dog Scrappy Doo today, and I got mad at her for it. Did you pretty pretty like, that's the least original thing ever. Hey. Then again, you did kind of name your, do- your dog after Pearl Jam. Indirectly. I didn't name my dog after Pearl Jam. I named it after an old lady. Are you guys okay? You and your girlfriend? Yeah. I mean, I almost stepped in that rattlesnake, and she kind of scoffed at that, and it, uh, it was kind of upsetting. I was like, you don't know that my life hung in the balance. Yeah, she doesn't understand you. When we saw the rattlesnake, we were at the top <laughs> of the mountain. We still had to go down it. Um, all right. What's your science background? Thank you so much. What what did you study in school? I studied physics and biology and natural sciences, earth science. I studied... You studied the physics of kissing. I studied studied babes. Oh. I got a PhD in babyometry. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's the um, the measurement of more than the study of, right? It's just getting the dimensions, (laughs) babyometry. Oh, sorry. Babology. That was at Babe City Community College, right? Yes, yes, right in the heart of Babeton. Oh, <laughs> yes. I like it. Um, I have had no formal science interaction since leaving high school. Oh, well. This, wait, one sec. This makes me think. <laughs> like how Brooks doesn't even pretend to care. Oh, well, anyway. No, no. <laughs> Babe City reminds me of... At the, at Back the, to Babe City. Yeah. No, at the Silver Lake... This Ju- is a science podcast. At the all. Silver Lake Jubilee, I was walking uh, um, with our other equal friend, Matt Brunger, and there are these two real hot, good-looking hipster girls, and I pull my... I go, watch this, watch this. I pull my sunglasses down, and I go, what's up? Just being a couple of babes? And... Uh, they looked at each other disgusted and then said, gross, get away from us. And uh, I was like, OK. And then I left and I thought Matt would at least think that was funny. And he was like, oh, man, that was rough. I was like, I was kidding. I didn't mean I wasn't trying to pick those girls up by saying, what's up? Being a couple of babes. Ugh, real babe city around there. What's up? Just being a couple of babes. I um. I was in the car with Andy Haynes, and I was driving, and he was like, roll your window down. And we were parked at a red light, and then he like leaned over me and said something to these chicks, like, what's up, hot chicks, or something, you know, something dumb like you just said. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then he beat himself up about it for like the <laughs> next hour. He's like, I don't know. I'm not. I don't do that kind of thing. I feel so bad. Those <laughs> girls felt so weird. <laughs> I was like, you got to own that if you're going to start doing that stuff. But that's good. Like, you, you'll do it and then not understand the world. Right, yeah. Um, one time, Hampton Yount, we pulled up next to a Lamborghini convertible, and he was driving like what a rascal. 82 Buick, and he got out of his car at a red light and started screaming, same car! We got the same <laughs> car. car! Yeah, that is, is so, funny. Oh, that's that so funny. Is same car! Can you believe it? <laughs> that, so that guy's got a story forever. Oh, uh, for sure. All right. Um, yeah. Uh, so you... You, you finished high school and you said, no more science, I'm good. What do I need with science? I, I ain't know. no scientist. <laughs> you, you didn't think maybe someday some comedian friends of mine will start a comedy and science podcast and I'll want to be prepared for that. You, you know what? It didn't cross your mind. You know what? I think the victory in podcasts is just being on them. 
That's just <laughs> my, I mean, you want to do my podcast? Great. He didn't say it's a science podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Better read up. He well, just really, all, he just, this he is how just we, said, it's, we have a podcast today. Uh, <laughs> do you no, want to come do it? No, you texted me and my response was, yeah, I got those keys. Do you want to be on our podcast? <laughs> yes. I didn't even seek out Nick. I just talked to Andy. He's like, we got to find somebody for the podcast. I go, okay. Well, this hey. guy just texted me and, about keys. No, then like an hour later, I forgot about it and you texted me. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, perfect. Nick can do the podcast. Well, uh, I do appreciate the love. Yeah, I mean, we got a lot of listeners. You'll yeah. get upwards of a dozen new Twitter followers. No, I, I know that's wrong, too, because even, um, <laughs> I mean, even when you do uh, a podcast, look, I've done a lot of podcasts, all right? <laughs> I'm not going to sit around here telling you guys, like, oh, what's this knob? You know, I'm kind of the granddaddy of <laughs> podcasts that no one listens to. <laughs> um, I... It's fun. No, it's it, like there's a whole, you know, you uh, you come and you joke about how no one's listening, and that's fun. But my favorite is when <laughs> is when, is when you do someone's podcast that no one's listening to, and you make a joke about how no one's going to listen to it, and then they're like, uh, "What do you mean?" Oh, it's no. like, oh, we get a lot of, we actually do get a lot of. Oh, do you? Well, I mean, we got like a hundred. <laughs> we we get we average. We were on the uptick gotta, for a bit. We actually m- cracked the the charts again last week. We holy were, shit! Listen, listeners, you know what? Already, this one twice. Already, this 4, is 000. way more impressive than I was prepared for. <laughs> and I how do, does this setting not scream professionalism I don't, to you? You you know, I just I I think I had an agenda. And I apologize. Oh no no! For Wait, listen, everyone comes here with an agenda. Yeah, Good. check it out. It people is. make people make uh, uh, cartoons of us that you can cut out. Someone made a paper craft version of all three yeah, hosts. Yes, check this out. We got cool. Even things. Matt, who doesn't host? Yeah yeah. Look, Matt's at that. been on a few. Oh, oh my gosh! We're which showing which. We're showing Nick. The uh, paper. If you go to facebook.com slash probably science. Well, the paper cutouts. Who made it? I forget. Uh, her name is Sally Grossart. She's yeah. Have you guys had Edinburgh, Scotland. Bill Nye on this show? Oh, my oh, God. Man. I wish, dude. I got a fucking have you, He went to my college. Have you even fucking asked him? I, I don't know his people. Do you know his people? I mean, how hard is it to find? Leave a comment hard. on a YouTube video. He's not working. No, I got to get Bill Nye on here to actually. He got me in trouble in fourth grade on one of his shows. Bill Nye, you hear this? Sorry, I yelled so loud. Oh, uh, you did crack a little bit. Uh, no, in fourth grade, they would have those fake commercials that you would call in. I might have talked about this before, and it was a dinosaur, and it was like a dinosaur commercials, uh, and it was like, call in now, 1-800-529-BONES, and we called it, and it was a porn hotline, and... Uh, uh, so we just kept calling it again and again from school and they found out and then uh, they had to sit us all down fucking be like listen we know you've been calling those sex numbers we're calling your parents they called my parents and they were like your son has been they didn't they didn't say hey there was a thing on Bill Nye it was a phone number that he called it turned out to be a sex line they called and they go your son's been calling sex lines from school that's all they said. So then I got fucking freaked out on. Well, actually, you know what? I think my parents were strangely like cool with it or something. They were not. It was very awkward. Are though. your parents erotic? No, <laughs> no. But it was very weird for a long time. Like I was a fourth grader and I called a porno line from school for about a month. <laughs> Fuck you, Bill Nye. <laughs> Ruin my childhood. Yeah. So he's got an answer to that if he ever comes on here. Yeah, I do want to have him on here and discuss this. So Nick. Yeah. You like science. I love science. <laughs> Thanks so much for having me. I like to talk about science. All right. Let's get into our first science Higgs story. Higgs boson. That was last week. Been there, oh, thank done God. That. Been there, done that. <laughs> <laughs> you got something for us, Brooks? What's your story? Uh, okay. Here's my, first, here's my first story. They made a robot that acts like a human. 
boom, it walks just Perfect. like a human. Finally, it has uh, muscles. Like it, it, it walks with like uh, flexors and extenders, just like normal muscles mm-hmm. on top. I of call like them a- flexenders. Well, that they're two different things. <laughs> you know uh, what I mean? Nope, I don't. <laughs> I'm with uh, you. High five. High five. <laughs> I like that on mic. <laughs> uh, okay, so this robot walks just like a human. It says engineers use biology of how human legs work as a model to build the robot. The machine has a simple nervous system to control the hips, knees, and ankles on the legs. Um, and also, it has sensors on the bottoms of its feet so the leg knows legs know when they're touching the ground. Uh, and then there's just a, there's a 10 second YouTube clip of the thing walking of it walking it it walks like kind of like the uh, the robot it, it looks very much like the ro- the bad robot in um, uh, yeah in in uh, RoboCop it looks kind of like it's the kind bad of, guy in that in the it's video limping. music is it limping can I play video. that again for bad oh yeah okay hold on yeah it's got like a bad limp he's a bad man. No, I mean, it's a robot that walks. Oh. It, it looks just like, I mean, that technology's been around since RoboCop, as far as I know. Because <laughs> they used it to make that robot in RoboCop. Right. The bad guy. The one that, have you seen RoboCop? Let's, no. You haven't? No. <laughs> have you seen it, Andy? Of course. I've seen, I'm from Michigan. Come on. That's Detroit. I watched it for the first time a few weeks ago. Opening scene of RoboCop, they bring a robot in, shoots up the fucking boardroom, and nobody cares. They're like, oh, this is going to cost us millions. That's all they... They kills a guy. It's a dystopian future in the world of Paul Verhaven. I don't know if you know this. This is a... Uh... I don't understand why, why you said that, but what? I don't understand what that means. What are you talking <laughs> no about? No one cares. I'm describing RoboCop. Someone, uh, someone shot, shoots up a room and then no one cares? Why Why'd they leave that in the movie? That's the opening of the movie. It's to the, show how callous they become in this corporate-run world of the future, in this in this horrible shell of a city that Detroit has become. That it now actually is. It's called New uh, Detroit, right? New De- uh, maybe is it? Is they call it? I think I haven't so. seen it in a while. I don't know. New Detroit. That's how much Whoa. these. <laughs> <laughs> That's a movie I'm writing. New Detroit. New Detroit. Oh, is yeah. that outside of Babeton? That's Where's that in relation to Babeville? It's is that close? Babe City. Babe okay? City. Babe City. Uh, two different worlds, Andy. It's a big enough Babe, city. Not, is that near Babesburg? Or that's, so filled with babes. Jew, Jewish um, babes. Right? Favorite movie with robots in them. Thank Nick you so much Turner, for asking. Go. Batteries not included. Thank you. Some Hume Cronin love, finally. Andy, favorite movie with Short robots. Circuit. Brooks, favorite movie <laughs> with robots. Um, good question, Brooks. Thanks for asking. Oh, Brooks. Um, I don't know. I guess I would say Terminator 2. I mean, I really like Oh, you're talking movie. about Judgment Day? Judgment Day. <laughs> I'm not I, saying I Terminator also. Title. Yeah. Uh, I like that one a whole bunch. So so this robot they made, is it significant because they're hoping they can develop like prosthetic legs for people that are paralyzed? It people, really doesn't say. The... It's all that, I mean, the, the, I picked... You got listeners. I pick a lot of my topics based on how short they are. This has maybe two paragraphs in it, and I go perfect. Nice. I don't want to walk in robot. This. That's fine. Can yeah. I go upstairs? Uh, it's just like a cow can go up, but not but down. Alone, what about alone in pairs? Or in pairs? <laughs> Wait, what? Uh, we're making we're a little a, bit old. Slinky than you. joke, bro. Oh no, it's a wonderful toy. I'm not really. In, I'm more into log and for a boy. Did you get that Ren and Stimpy joke that I did? That log is a parody of the Slinky song. Yeah. I know. Okay. I know. I don't know if you're old enough to know I actually know the Slinky, slinky song mostly from the state and a sketch where they said it. Ugh. 
Did you just the state? No, I. Ugh, you guys, we got to bring sketches. the energy back up. I think this walking robot has brought us. Yeah. Down. Do you have any more stories? No, I like. I got a story. I've got a story. I also want to say I do like the state. I just like. I'm going to start ugh-ing everything Nick says because that's funny to me. Oh, no, I would hate that. Ugh. He's a uh, well-trained he's no, a well-trained I'm going to get out of here. <laughs> you yes and me, Nick. You can't know but. And Brooks wonders why he didn't make the Herald team. Hey, I don't talk Whoa. about that. I don't, come to, I don't come to your house and hey, talk man, about Hey, man, I didn't, I didn't get on a Herald team either. I auditioned like 10 years ago. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm done auditioning. Uh, <laughs> it's just so much money. I don't want to talk about it. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Let's, let's talk about this. Let's talk about pain because it turns out some brains may be primed for lingering chronic pain because of their, the neurological pathways that are different in some people. Um, uh, there's a signal in the brain that can predict who will continue to suffer back pain more than a year after their initial injury. And that early warning sign could reveal new ways to reverse or prevent pain that lingers. And it also seems to be related to addiction processes. So people that have these pathways uh, may also be prone to addiction, as it turns out. They took this study of uh, 39 people who had newish back pain, about half of whom still suffered a full year later. And those people's pain had turned chronic, morphing from the pain associated with the original problem to something more devastating. And at the start, the pain intensity was similar in people with chronic and in those who recovered. But the people whose pain turned chronic had this unusually strong connection between two parts of their brain, which were the nucleus accumbens and the prefrontal cortex. So those two regions behaved together as the scans revealed so that when one was busy, the other was too. And the strength of that predict- connection predicted how long the pain would linger, how bad it would be lingering a year later. So it turns out that's like an actual difference in people that can make them susceptible to pain for a long time or not. And it also links that pain development to the brain's addiction machinery, which includes the nucleus accumbens, one of those two parts. So they're saying it's certainly part of the addiction pathway. And though that idea hasn't been tested, chronic pain may stem from the brain essentially becoming addicted to pain. So Rocky Balboa doesn't have that. No, he definitely doesn't have the he's not a man. He's a piece of iron. connected to the prefrontal cortex. He's not a man. I'm glad we're talking about nucleus incumbens. Of course. Um, What's your what? What do you think about nucleus incumbens? I'm for them. Um, I think that they have a bad attitude, but eventually they'll come around. Okay, that's how I feel about most incumbents. Like I, I don't. I want them I'm to get sure the full. I want them word. to get the next term. You know, <laughs> mm-hmm. I want them to go ahead. You went political. I get it. Yeah. You added a T. Yeah, I did that. Okay, I'm gonna pull a Brooks here. <laughs> Worst pain you ever felt? Let's go around the room, Nick. No, I don't like how that's to me. I want you to do that too. I like being asked questions. Uh, um, wait, uh, can I not answer? No, you answer. Um, it was, uh, I had, I had thumb surgery and then, um, the anesthetic wore off, uh, shortly after the surgery ended and they hadn't given me any pain medication oh. and it was, I mean, this, this pain, this was, this was good pain. Yeah. It was that, it was like that scene, you know, in the ER where, uh, you're like, banging on like <laughs> me- you're just smashing metal together and be like give me the morphine i yelled for the doctor to give me morphine nice um then they jammed uh they jammed something in my ass you know where they could they could they could they could, they could, they could pump it directly to my ass and then like that like, didn't work butt, didn't and then they gave butt. me like two doses of morphine and then like a dose of delow did at least they told me they did um, and it was, uh, it was pretty intense. Awful, awful, awful how would you, pain. C- how do you describe the pain? Could you describe it? Was it, uh, uh, I don't know. I mean, I can't, I, I can't get there in my head. Yeah. It's hard to really, when you have that kind of pain. It was like five years ago. Yeah. It. I don't know. I, for me, it was, uh, after my 22nd birthday, I was a C 
senior in college, and I th- I just got wasted. And I thought I was hungover for two weeks. I had like migraines, like it was so bad, and like two, I couldn't fucking get up. I had the worst headaches ever. And then I finally, I was like, told my mom, I was like, I've had a headache for two weeks, and she was like, Oh my, go to the hospital. <laughs> and uh, they think, like, dude, it was it was miserable. I couldn't sleep. They thought they they I think I had spinal meningitis. Uh, like viral kind though Which isn't like the deadly Viral kind of spinal meningitis Yeah I don't know But anyway I was in the I stayed overnight in the ER And like they just gave me A whole bunch of Vicodin Which was great Because then we would just Take Vicodin and go gambling For the rest of that semester Because they gave me a bunch <laughs> So it worked out It worked out in the long run Everything works out In Brooks's world Yeah Always <laughs> But dude it was terrible Two weeks of headaches And no Why sleeping Why were you going gambling What did that have to do with anything uh, was just something we used to do. There was a there was a casino called Riverside Casino, ten miles you south just get of Iowa City. Blasted and go gambling. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because you but always I mean, win when you're fucked up. No, yeah. I mean like in. I don't was, care. We had like a hundred dollars total, so losing twenty dollars was crippling. Like we would right. be so devastated to right. lose twenty dollars, and everyone else is like, "Calm down, it's just twenty dollars." Like you don't understand. <laughs> Last time I went uh, gambling, played some blackjack. One. $20. Oh, nice. Holla. And then I did a show that night where I got paid less than $20. Oh. <laughs> so it felt really good. <laughs> I, can, I wish I could stop. Whenever I do casino gigs, I always gamble. And I'm like, this is going to make me half the time I'm going to lose the money I'm making for this oh, yeah. shitty one-nighter. Andy, worst pain you've had. Um, Probably actually, wasn't spinal meningitis. So it was not, not spi- that important. You guys both win on that. I'm not going to name the most painful, but the most recent one that was like Why com- wouldn't you comically name the most painful? Because I'm That's not really the game. sure. Yeah. Okay, this one. Okay, the, I guess the worst one. What, I was walking back to my car in high school after swim practice. In oh, Michigan, like Michigan winter. Icy road coming fog? down. From the from the pool area. Did you get touched, Andy? Is this is going to be good. Oh, this is hot. I got touched by a Yeti, abominable snowman. Uh, I slipped way, way down to my car. I'm walking by the side of the road by an embankment where there was a, a metal guardrail to keep cars from going into the ditch. And I slipped so perfectly that this um, sharp metal edge of like the I-beam holding up the guardrail perfectly slit up my whole uh, left side yikes looks like and it was, looks and like it, was through, tattoo. it was through <laughs> my, it was through a coat and a shirt it was through lots of layers and so then somebody it, had sex with that it didn't gash. pierce the skin but my entire body weight was on this corner of metal that just uh, stripped up my whole side uh, and uh i was i just drove home and i was just on the ground just rolling around pounding my fists in the floor and just trying to like keep my body moving, like to keep like there was just such a huge ad- adrenaline rush that came along with it. My mom was freaking out because I'm like, do you have to? I'm like, I don't have to go anywhere. Nothing's broken. This is just like extreme. Oh, I just pain have. Uh, that I have. Sounds to like you need through. stitches, dude. No, it didn't pierce the skin. That's what I'm saying. It was so. There was so much. There were so many layers that it protected it that way. Oh. But still, the entire so weight you're was just being on. A, you're just being a pussy, bro. Uh, there's no, there's no like, blood. To- there was no. Okay. This is- I thought you need stitches. There's the oh, giantest God. bruise that like, tore through all the muscle yeah. underneath. Oh, you're worse. Nah, that's uh, Your worst pain ever is you got a bruise. So. Well, okay. You want me to tell a story that sounds more impressive? No, 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 no. We, we've heard your stories. I've <sighs> had plenty of I gotta get out stitches. Of I'm going to go hang out with Matt Kirsten. Nick, Nick, wait, wait. It just wait. wasn't as painful. <laughs> it just wasn't as painful. All right. That's understandable. No, No, that sounds terrible. I get it. I get it. I've been there. Doesn't sound. I've had a bruise. It doesn't sound terrible. I've had a bruise. One time, my friend like grabbed my arm with both of his hands and then turned his hands opposite directions and it really hurt my forearm like it bruised it oh you said like you know, an I Indian gave you an burn. Indian rug burn yeah and like I, so I know where you're coming from Andy 
I get it. Sure. Is it a rug burn? No, it's just an Indian burn. I call it burn. Indian burn. Why did I say rug? I don't know. Because you're racist. How dare you? <laughs> there were pox in them rugs. Uh, That's homophobic is what that is. All right. I don't see how. I don't know. <laughs> no, either. Uh, we'll go on to our next topic. Thank uh, God. You guys, NASA Mars images Here we go. are the next best thing to being there. This is your story? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Nick. Thank yeah, you. your story is there's pictures of Mars. That's all this <laughs> I knew that. <laughs> if we were to ask you before you came in this podcast, what's the second best thing to go into Mars? What would you have said? Pictures. Pictures of yeah, Mars. Pictures. pictures. Of Mars. All right. No, I, uh, this is another one I picked because it was really short. Um, <laughs> just mostly pictures. <laughs> the US, yeah, yeah. The U.S. Space Agency, NASA, just in case you're not aware uh, that that's ours, National Aeronautics and Space uh, has recently pieced together a panoramic view from a camera on NASA Mars Exploration Rover Opportunity, calling it the next, next best thing to being on the red planet. So they pieced all this. They pieced 817 images together, and then you can kind of Google Maps it, uh, 360 view, like street view, um, and then you can see this panoramic view of uh, of um, uh, Mars. Well, it's a certain. It's the most detailed view of the largest impact crater that we've driven into yet. Boom. Uh, and and this rover that's on there, Opportunity, just completed its three. 3,000th Martian day. Uh, so then I was like, how long is a Martian day? So I did a little extra research. Uh, a Martian day is 24 hours and 39 minutes. What are the chances it's that close? And 35 seconds. It's really close, right? I was surprised. Yeah. I was very surprised. I'm sorry. I blacked out. <laughs> what? Uh, pictures, Martian pictures day. No, I love it. That's a big celebration on Mars. Um, okay, hold on. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you guys questions. Uh, <laughs> it's like Earth Day over here. <laughs> so this these... Rovers are the most advanced machine ever built with the aim of roaming the surface of Mars. Uh, how much do you think they cost to make and get up there? Nick, ballpark figure. Per rover. No, I think together. For two rovers? Well, maybe opportunity is just one. So just one, just for this rover. Three billion. Oh, Andy? Uh, 50 billion. I'm going to guess two and a half billion. Oh, Brooks, you're right. It's two and a half billion. Why I, so I was almost exactly 50, right. You're really close. You know what? I feel like okay. I had to go different from you because it was logical. $50 billion? Yeah, dollars? That's too much money. $50 billion. Yeah, you're right. Fine. <laughs> to take Fine. Pic- pictures of Mars. I mean, Titanic didn't even make $50 billion. It did. I'm pretty sure it just crossed the 50 billion mark. <laughs> Least, <laughs> Is it still in the theaters? <laughs> Number one every weekend yeah, since yeah. 1997. Least favorite planet, Nick. <laughs> Thank you for asking. Um, we're not considering Pluto a planet, right? Uh, and I whatever mean, you want to call it, to you. Yeah. If you have a problem with, no, it. it's not a planet. I mean, Saturn. Technically, what? what Who hates like, Saturn? What Saturn. Like about Saturn? Are you wow. kidding me? It's a ball of gas. Ugh. You can't even walk on that. It's like the sun. Like you can't even fuck walk on you. That? It's got like some rings around it, which are just like dirt, and then it's not even solid. Fuck. Saturn. You heard okay. that Saturn. You've been called out by one Nick Turner here on Earth. Andy, least favorite planet. Mercury. Mercury, far too hot. Too close. Too close. Do you know that Venus is even hotter than Mercury on the surface? Uh, I'm going to change it to Venus. Too hot. Too hot on Venus. I think that's true. 
Not not 100%. No, that's, that's the way that's true. I just believed you. No. Probably <laughs> true. That's not. It's probably true. This is the Venus third rock my, from the Venus sun. Venus is my favorite non-Earth planet, actually. But Venus, I think, is hotter because of its atmosphere. It traps all the gas inside. Really? Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. I would say my least favorite planet is Earth, on account of it, Nick Turner lives on it. Oh, damn. Boom! Shit's getting real here on Probsci. <laughs> As you can uh, tell, I bet you say that to all the guests. No, well, you can tell Nick is the first guest that I have picked in a long time because I usually don't know our guests that well, so I won't say mean things to him. <laughs> but I know Nick really well, so I, and we've almost died together. We had that near death experience with that snake. Let me guess, that was the snake. That was, that near was death. the snake. Okay, yeah. It's so scary, you guys. It was so scary. It's like, have you ever? Okay, this is this is what I, I liken it to. Have you ever been in the ocean and then a shark jumped fully out of the ocean? And on to your head and bit your head off. That's what this was like. Yeah. This is so close. Yeah, I would say the same thing, actually. Yeah. Less scary because I'm not scared of sharks. Right. So less scary. Than uh, getting sh- your head are you really not control. scared of sharks? No, I'm fucking frightened of sharks. Oh, okay. Absolutely scared of sharks. Like, I'm not going to... I do go in the ocean. Oh, uh, I, I swam out into the ocean on the 4th of July and watched all the fireworks from uh, Malibu down to Manhattan Beach. Pretty That's fun. awesome. I've heard that story. Yep. Nick was at... Nick, <laughs> we were there. We Nick, were there together. Nick was at that party, I didn't too. get in the water. It was very fun. Hey, can, I have, can I ask you one question? I'm not sure. No, I want to ask you a question yeah, about yeah. sharks. Yeah, yeah. Let's hear it. If, if a shark ha- could talk, could speak English, what would he sound like? Oh, pirate, dude. Yeah, it's me, a shark. Arr, I'm so fucking hungry for humans. Dolphin. Andy. Be like a nice, friendly guy like this. I'm just a uh, dolphin guy. I, think, hey. I like to think dolphin would be like a bimbo girl. Like, hey guys, what's up? I'm a dolphin. <laughs> That's how is you that, know. Is that a bimbo girl? Hey guys, it's me, a bimbo girl. Actually, you know, I think he would actually Hi. sound like Jesse Hi, Camp. Guys. Remember Jesse Camp? Oh yeah, it's from MTV. That's what a show, that's what a uh, dolphin yeah. would sound like. Hi hey, guys, what's going on? You guys like dolphins? Nothing. All right, uh, lobster. What does it sound like, Nick? Yikes! Okay, I like it. <laughs> uh, lobsters always freaking out. Yikes! I think they have French accents, actually. Lobsters. We. Well, according. Uh, you do not throw me into this. Uh, well, that's not even a good French accent. <laughs> least favorite. I Di- am from Paris. Least favorite Disney movie. Nick. Thank you for asking. The one asking. you hate it. Thank you for asking. Um, I hated the most. Uh, Beauty and the Beast. Oh, I kind of like Beauty and the Beast. Huh. I see. Okay. It, why? Why? Yeah, because I don't really know it that well, but people seem to like it a lot, and I resent that. Uh, <laughs> uh, Andy, least favorite. Brave is a Disney Pixar collaboration. That I, I loved did not Brave. Care for. I liked Brave a whole bunch. I was pretty drunk, but I was like, "What is this? What are you going this, to Brave drunk? Is for? this bear thing going to be what the movie's about from now on? Oh, I guess it is. I guess now we're dealing with this bear. Don't listen, Andy. Brave's <laughs> great. Miley's favorite is Pocahontas. Did not like it. Oh, yeah. Fuck Pocahontas. Dude, uh, the whole time I was basically screaming, more Miko. Come on. We you get give it. Us, you give us this fun raccoon hummingbird combo, and you just hold back on me the whole movie? That's some bullshit. Yeah. Uh, th- this, was, this movie came out when I was, um, I think, like a senior in high school, and I was lifeguarding, and the little kids there thought that the girl I was dating looked like Pocahontas. I got called John Smith all summer. Dude, that's pretty cool. So that's, John's, that's one step away from uh, John Doe. 
You know, the yep. most confusing thing ever is Pocahontas didn't uh, marry John Smith. She married a guy like John Rolfe, I think was his name in real life. And then they moved back. They moved to England. Then they went back to England. It's very confusing to tell like a, a like me as I was probably like 10. Like, oh, well, she also married a guy named John, but not that John. And I'm like, what? I'm so confused. Like, it fucking blew my mind. I couldn't figure <laughs> it out. That's all it takes to blow Brooks's mind. <laughs> Their both name is John? <laughs> like, that's wait, all wait, it was. Wait. I'm going to call this one Jack. Wait, wait, wait. Were well, you yeah. telling me this cartoon's not factually hey. accurate? Do you know, um, before uh, 1800, every person was named John. John was another name for a person. Oh. Hmm. I didn't yeah. know. Jesus' original name was John. Jesus Jenkelheimer Smith. Jesus, that's my oh. name. His name is my name too. Yeah, actually. is that when, it? Whenever I go out, actually, oh my god, the people. It's like when Brooks um, uh, goes out and tries to parallel park. People are always shouting. I'm good at it now. So fuck you guys. You know what? Speaking of old timey things, uh, the Mayans. Thank you. They were around a while ago. Yes, and they Mexico. they predicted that the world's going to end in uh, December of this year. Are you afraid of that, Nick? At all? Uh, no, no, of course not. It's garbage. Yeah. Um, but I, nothing's real. Okay. <laughs> nothing is real in the world. But they, interestingly, um, there's an article in uh, that I, I found via ScienceNews.org about how the hieroglyphs that previously found that were previously found at an ancient Maya site that um, talk about that 2012 date might have more to do with politics of the time than of an actual you know impending apocalypse. Because it turns out that uh, so that this one staircase block where um, some of these things were found. Uh, they they were. Let's see. The hieroglyphs recognized a commemoration of, or, or rather, the scientists who went there recognized a commemoration of a 696 visit to La Corona, this site by the powerful ruler of Calakmul, a uh, Maya site in what's now southern Mexico. And this ruler had long thought to have been killed or captured in a, in a battle that happened the year before, and he'd lost to a rival kingdom. But apparently, he just fled. And uh, went off to this place, La Corona, and um, convinced them that he remained a strong ruler somehow. So in that commemoration, uh, that king refers to himself with a title signifying that he presided over and celebrated the end of a key Maya calendar cycle in 692. And to attribute special status to his weakened reign, that king also connected himself to a future date when the next calendar cycle would conclude, which was December 21st of this year. So I think it was like more a boastful ousted king trying to give relevance to the shitty reign that he'd had and also have this thing in the future that he predicts that somehow lends legitimacy to his whole era as a ruler so it's sort of an arbitrary thing to be like i'm connected to the end of this cycle and here's when the next one will happen and they they theorize that the reference to 2012 might have been provided as some sort of comforting sense of inevitability to his continued rule i'm not quite sure how that all ties together but basically it's bullshit is what we Everything's bullshit yeah. from back then. They of didn't know anything. Of course, of course. But I can't believe how much weight that one's been given. Like the Mayans somehow should be. Well, I, yeah. I guess there's a lot of people who uh, made that calendar. Uh, but yeah, no. It's a, why would we give any more legitimacy to these people than Harold Camping? Who's that? Or, or that that's the guy who predicted the apocalypse earlier last or last yeah, summer. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, that was I, one dude. I saw. Yeah, Harold Camping, eighty-some-year-old oh. ass Harold <laughs> Camping. <laughs> I saw um, Apocalypto and uh, fuck the Mayans. They were mean people. Okay, that's what you got out of that. Yeah, they're killing all sorts of Anthony Kiedis looking dudes. No, thank you. <laughs> and that's a good point. If yeah. the guy who gets hurt in a movie resembles any of the Chili Peppers, Brooks is out. I don't like. I don't want to see Chad Smith lookalikes. I don't want to see Will Ferrell getting hurt because I don't looks like, like the point. Break on account Anthony Kiedis shoots his foot in that movie. <laughs> 
Do you like? Uh, he does. Yeah. What do you think of Big Lebowski yeah. with Flea's at Flea as a nihilist and Big Lebowski? That must make you hate it. Uh, well, no, that's cool. Flea's cool. In that Wasn't movie. Flea also the lead in Easy A? No, the Emma Stone. That movie? was Emma Stone. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I always mix them up. No, that wasn't you and everybody else. It's the same way yeah. uh, you mix up um, uh, uh, Borat's girlfriend, <laughs> Isla Fisher, and Amy Adams. Ansel Adams. Mm-hmm. Um, they uh, they look the same. Oh, thank God! Country summer. I was back with my girl mm, on the porch. Favorite country song, Nick Turner, go. Um, Chattahoochee. Fuck, yes it is. Nice. Andy. I don't know. Friends in Low Places. Ugh, I oh, I just <laughs> said that because Brooks likes that song. But um, I, yeah, I, I, I was a I big uh, Garth care. fan back in the day. <laughs> Dude, I, I played Country Summer a whole hike. Yes, you did. You really did. You played Country Summer. We weren't that into it. No one was into but it. No, no, no. But you sure did monopolize the air airwaves. <laughs> yeah. That's why I think the snakes were into Country Summer. Hey, you- it's a country dude. I'm going to go say hi and tell him how much I like Alan Jackson. Yeah, I'm like, and I'm just like, I'm so scared of you, snake. <laughs> I'm sorry. I forgot I was a snake. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I oh. beg your pardon. Tips his hat, flips <laughs> backwards. Uh, yeah. as you were. Sarsaparilla. <laughs> Oops, a daisy. Uh, Sarsaparilla. Yeah, didn't we talk like a snake for a while after that? I'm a snake. It's hard for a snake. <laughs> it's hard for a snake to convince uh, female snakes that he's not gay. Yeah, dude. We kept talking like a snake, and we just when you talk like a snake, it sounds gay. Like, hey, I'm not. A, I'm not gay. I'm a snake. <laughs> oh man, I do like that. I'm not gay. I'm just a snake. Your voice sounds ridiculous. <laughs> oh man. Uh, Nick, you're the new permanent guest on Probably Science. All right, take that, Kirshen. No, when Matt comes back, he can be on it too because he's a permanent uh, host. Uh, he what listens. He listens to these, and we just want to say, Matt, we miss you. Come back. Come Shout back. out, Matt. Finish up that show. Although that is pretty awesome. That show's happening. I think we can talk about it now, right? Or have we already? He tweets about it. Yeah. So setlist is a thing that's going to be oh, on yeah. uh, Sky TV, I guess it is, and that's Matt um, and some other guys like Paul Provenzo working on that. I know T.J. Miller is going over to do that. It's an improvised stand-up show. It's pretty awesome. I check out Setlist. That show at um, Flappers in South by you. You've done that show. I did that at Bridgetown, actually. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, That show was the most fun. Oh, so much fun! It's it's just you just wish that was what comedy was instead of all the writing. See, Matt, Matt, always hard work. Matt's like, oh, I want to have you do it, but the guy runs it. He says you got to go do the open mic first, and I'm like, I don't want to do the open mic, so I just never do it. Should do the open mic, so I get to do it. But I just don't want, refuse to do the open mic. You should do it. Um, all right, let's move on to our next science topic. Well, in the open mic's at five o'clock. I got a job. Uh, <laughs> and speaking of my job, there's, there's a, a set list open mic. Yeah, the set list open mic at Flappers every Friday at five. Really? Yeah, I would like early. to go just do that just for fun. That was so much fucking fun. I know. I've, let's I'll, go. I'll go with you Friday. We'll do it Friday. Well, my parents do you have are to work. Time. Well, I'll get out of work early because I, I work in Pasadena, which isn't that far from... Uh, oh, I would go do that. Okay. Well, my parents are in town this weekend. So I'm gonna, All right. I'm well, go. let's bring them. Oh, okay. Well, no. Yeah. Come watch me do an open mic. See how good I'm No, doing. let's have them do it. Oh, my dad would be killer at it, I'm sure. What? You got to fail before you're good. 
I bet no. I I think it'd be fun. All right. I'd pay to see Brooks's dad do a set list. Yeah. He. What if he was the funniest person? Ever? I can't. I couldn't handle that. He That's probably a good would point. be hilarious. That's the risk he's you funny, run with that. He's kind a funny of guy. Um, all right. And then he gets new faces. He, <laughs> he gets Montreal. Just oh god, I'd be sad. Um, and I'd be happy for him. <laughs> no, I don't know about that. Uh, all right, you guys. Speaking of my job, they created a robot who does basically what I do. Uh, it's called Maharo. It's it listens a, to country music? That's where I beat it. Okay. It doesn't listen to country music. R- Maharo Robot carries out dangerous lab work faster than any human. And so, like, in uh, at my old job, I would do a lot of pipetting and, like, certain mixtures to test for uh, certain substances in tissue. Like, did, that's you ever, what I did you ever titrate? Yeah, we would do titrations, stuff like that all the time. Uh, that's exactly what this robot does. Like, there's so much human error going on when you have to uh, pipette a certain amount of, like, fluid into another, uh, into a vial or whatever, because you, I test, like, 50 at once. Yeah. And so, you know, I'll forget one. I'll do 49 instead of 50 on accident. Uh, so there's a lot of human error involved, and it takes a long time, and it's it's boring. So I am usually listening to – it wouldn't have been Summer Country – Last year, it would have probably been more Pearl Jam. Uh, but I would get bored. I would mess up a little bit. They created a robot who um, does all this dangerous lab work, like works with dangerous chemicals. Chem- uh, it has seven axes instead of a normal robot that deals with like because uh, with like auto like automation, like in larger factories, usually have six um like degrees of freedom, six degrees sort of, of freedom. The, this has yeah. seven because it also has an elbow now. Ah. Uh, so. And it, it just does this work so much faster and more accurate than any human could possibly do it. So let's keep them away. I feel kind of like Charlie uh, Charlie from Charlie and the Char- Chocolate or, or Factory's grandpa. Maybe John Henry. Or John Henry. Robots are coming in, yep. taking over my job. But I'm going to drill through a mountain faster than that machine could and then die like an idiot. <laughs> so in the same week, it's been revealed... That robots now have elbows and knees. Oh, Uh-oh. shit. Oh, that is two robots that I did. With with significant joints. Yeah, we're in trubs. We are um, no, no. It's the, only, the only thing you did wrong is not put, put them together in the same oh, chunk. Good. But uh, we'll do that in post right after we uh, edit all of Jesse's stuff. <laughs> <laughs> hey, doggy. Ooh. Uh, all right, I got another topic real quick that we can just move on to. There's a new camera. I don't want to do another topic. Uh, <laughs> well, anyway, have you guys ever actually owned a toy robot? Because I had a great one when I was a kid called a Verbot. You ever heard of that? I had a Tamagotchi. I had a Pikachu, actually. That doesn't count as a robot, does it? A Pikachu? Uh, well, it was like a Tamagotchi Pikachu. Like it was like instead of like a little Tamagotchi. It's just like the pocket pet. You press a button to feed it and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it doesn't do anything. It doesn't move around, right? Maybe it move my heart. <laughs> You guys oh, ever heard sure. of a I had a uh, I had one, you know, like a uh, speaking spell, right? I think we're we're changing our definition of the word robot a lot here. We we heard electronics. I had transformers. Okay. <laughs> I had an actual, I mean, it's I had a thing that looked like a robot looks and moves around and picks stuff up called a verbot and the whole angle was you could program it. It could do like five different things and you could program it. It has like a remote control with a microphone in it so you could teach it if you record a certain word and then press the button to mean that means put hands down, that means pick up. Then if you say that the same thing, it'll do it. But you have to, it was, the voice recognition was, I mean, it wasn't even voice recognition. It was just like audio matching, I'm sure. So it had to be not only the same word, but the exact same inflection. It was maddening. I was like eight years old trying to say pick up. 
the exact same way I'd recorded it. Maybe one out of ten times you'd get it to do it. You had to be so precise. So you'd re-record it, try to remember how you said it, and then try to say it the same way again. Oh, that was Gus being loud. We he used, doesn't like the verbot. Look up used, the verbot, guys. We used to have this thing called a yak back. Mm-hmm. Remember you just record something and oh, then yeah. it could play. I had one of those. All it turned into was my, it was the worst thing that my family had ever gotten because my brothers would, it would just turn into a fight trying to hold somebody down until they said that they were gay into it. Oh, yeah. Say you're gay. And just hold it. Do you ever uh, no. do you still have those? Not going to say it. What? Do you still have those? Like- no, I don't have the yak. I think my mom threw it away because she was like, this is tearing us apart. <laughs> <laughs> All my sons are gay. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You guys, I just found this. I just found an ad for the Verbot from the 80s. Hold on a second. Play it. Here's Verbot, a robot you can program to perform eight different functions. Go right. You can control Verbot with your own voice. Go left. Verbot, I said left. You obey yeah. your command. Oh my god, that sounds awesome! Sounds kind of like a well. I had a Furby. Just include the batteries. Yeah, yeah didn't include the batteries. Two bucks. I had a Furby, and the worst thing in the world happened. I kept my Furby too long till like till I was like in ninth grade. I had the Furby with batteries still in it, and uh, a girl was coming over one time, and I put the Furby in my closet. I was like, oh, she cannot know I have this Furby because I'm a 15 year old boy. <laughs> uh, so I put it in the closet. And then we're hanging out in my room, and I'm being pretty funny. And I make her laugh really hard, and uh, her laugh woke up my Furby. And it was like, (laughs) in my closet. And she's like, what is that? And I was like, I don't know. And she goes, is that Furby? Because she had it for the same age. So she had a Furby, but she had probably gotten rid of it a few years ago. And then she like opened up my closet door, and there's my Furby. And I'm like, ah, that thing's never on. And it's like... Hello, like it's both perfect. <laughs> Brooks, it's just, it's just selling you May out. I repeat your diary entry from yesterday, <laughs> dude. I was so like, I don't know how that got. Wait, how long was this that you had a Furby? I got. I think I got it for sixth grade, and then I just never threw it away. What do you mean you never threw it? Like it, someone laughed in your room, and it turned on and talked to you. That did it do that every day? <laughs> I think so. You dude. talked to that thing every day for like five years, <laughs> and then you Judas. <laughs> One girl comes over and you're like, I don't know that firm. It's your best friend. That's the loyalty. Of <laughs> Jesus. I didn't talk to it every day. I would like make noises and wake up and I'd think it was funny. I was like, oh, Furby's up. Yeah. I would be like, oh, Furby's awake. That's funny. <laughs> I never had a Furby. I mean, I can't. I mean, I assume it was fun. They were really fun. I loved it. Yeah. I really liked it. I never had one either, actually. Yeah. Man, do you still have a Furby? I don't. I Come don't. on, I that's think, why you've had the same. I think my girlfriend. Uh, no, because... I think I think Chelsea has a Furby at her house. My girlfriend, she does. Uh, but I don't know if they're on. I don't think they work. Yeah. I saw somebody in the back of their like station wagon had like thirty Furbies like taped down. Furbies, like, the saddest Furbies. <laughs> <laughs> Thurby Furbies. Uh, all right, hey, I'm make I'm taking a time out from the science portion to say as listeners. Fucking rate this podcast, okay? Yes. Let's do it. Point. It does help us out, actually. Let's For rate some reason, some podcasts. When you do that, like that's I've heard that the iTunes ranking algorithm is ridiculous. It's not based on well, like, it's not even downloads. It's it would like, just be cool, like if you listen to a lot of this, just take two seconds, right? Give us four or five stars. If you're gonna rate poorly, don't don't rate. Just don't rate then. Uh, <laughs> but I, if you give someone a reason why it helps, it's probably in more incentivizing. Like what it does is. I guess the main benefit would be that we'd be in the charts and then more people yeah, if see you're, it. Yeah, if, if your podcast like, is in the charts, 
more people are will, are going to see it and uh, listen to it, and then uh, we can have more listeners, and then maybe mm. we'll try more for you guys. You need to say this. <laughs> Brooks will actually prepare the articles better if you guys get us more I've listeners. Been That's, say rate it. Don't doesn't matter how many stars you give it as long as you rate it. It's good for you. So then people who hate you just won't rate it. Okay, yeah, it's oh. good for us. I like that. All right, hmm. I have a question. This is a, this is going to be the country summer corner. I broke my country phone in, summer. I broke my phone in Denver a few weeks ago. We're going to vote. That sounds on, like a country song. Yeah, I broke I my phone in Denver. Uh, I got and my wife. Weeks ago. I got th- I got some new ringtones to pick from. I don't know which ones to pick, so you can tweet in at us Ugh. which ringtone to pick. This is the first one. <laughs> Country summer. That's ringtone number one, Chattahoochee. Here's ringtone number two. Let's go, girl. Country summer. That's ringtone number two. Here's number three. Let's roll the windows. How is that not the one? Obviously, it's three. Obviously, it's three. Country summer. Let's get reckless tonight. Okay, and then number four. I'll be a dashboard drummer and Country summer Turn the radio up As loud as it can go This is my favorite part He says sells up ice down I love this part Here it comes Sales up ice down guys That's how I've been living my life Sales up ice down So yeah Tweet in at probably science and whatever wins, I will pick. Because right now it's man, I feel like a woman. Yep. What's the hashtag they should use? Summer country tone? Summer country. No, just hashtag summer country. Okay. We're really trying to uh, find a way to let's get not, new listeners. Let's not say we. Oh, okay. I thought you were saying we're really trying to get the summer country thing out there. I, w- I think yeah. summer country should is. take off. I, I hopefully Do I get the- to pick the genre that come fall or winter, or is this always going to be? No, you can pick something, okay. Andy. Okay. That's totally fine. If you want to do neoclassical fall. Sure. I mean, I can't. I can't uh, say summer country will ever end. Prague winter. Yeah, sounds good. House music. Get some fall. King, King crimson going. Uh, do you have another topic, Andy? Uh, I yes. do. It's actually also brain related and gambling related, actually. So we can talk more about oh, Brooks's God. problems with Vicodin. No, it wasn't problems. <laughs> so I don't want to say I have Vicodin. I got Vicodin once, and I it was fun to take. I don't. I haven't gotten it since. Then. You would. Do Vicodin all the time and do gambling for like two weeks. Well, here's the choice. You so you did it about... once for two weeks. I got a bunch. I got a bunch of Vicodin and I just took it because it Cause was who, prescribed who to me. Yeah, you're supposed right. to take it. Yeah, I'll give you guys a choice. Would you rather talk about uh, the actual science mechanism behind sunburns or no. the brain center for social choices that determines whether you bluff? Oh, man, both seem kind of boring. Do you have any? Sex- a science do you have any sexy stories? Yeah, well, sunburns are kind of. What about sexy. like uh, sunburns on ladies? Okay, let's do the sunburn one Boobs. because I'm interested in that. Yeah, well, it so turns you out always have your shirt off. Well, sometimes. Well, the the actual mechanism behind the redness uh, is due to RNA damage when you expose to the sun too much. As it turns out, this is according to. A uh, researchers at the University of California San Diego School of Medicine. Oh, that's where it should be happening. You know what? They know about sun. They know from sunburns. 
And the findings open the way to perhaps eventually blocking the inflammatory process, and they have implications for a range of medical conditions and treatments. Like evidently, I guess uh, diseases like psoriasis are sometimes treated by UV light, but of course, a huge side effect of that would be the risk of skin cancer and all the bad effects that so UV light have. I have a no sunscreen policy in my life. It's very smart. Summer country. <laughs> no I'm regard for safety. Don't put any sunscreen mm, on. I don't either. Never Brilliant. have. Brilliant. <laughs> is it bad? Is a that a bad thing? No, no, no. That's a good, it's a good policy. Did you also stare right at the eclipse for a few minutes? I put on a shit ton of sunglasses and looked at it. <laughs> I put on like six pairs of sunglasses and saw the transit of Venus. No sunscreen, yeah. And no sunscreen. You, you couldn't actually see the... Of course, you can't see the transit of Venus. Um, could you? Yeah, you get... absolutely could. You didn't see this? Well, I didn't have six sunglasses to put together. I no. put on six pairs of sunglasses. You could completely see Venus wow. in the sun. It was awesome. Do you wear the screen? Of course I wear a sunscreen. I'm not an idiot. What do you mean? Nick, um, you, you don't either? I, I, I occasionally, but mostly not. Yeah, but gotta, I'm guessing you don't spend a ton of time in the sun, right? You're not lying out shirtless without sunscreen, like, come and get me. No, but I, I live here. in the world. You know, I go, uh, I go hiking. You go hiking? I, go, I sit out at barbecues. Oh, you know, I, barbecues. I, I'm enjoying a country summer no myself. No sunscreen yeah. on the bridge of your nose on a little hike? You're not going to... No, it gets red, and then it goes away. It doesn't peel. <laughs> it's the first not, place you're going to get skin cancer. I burn really hard once a year. And yeah. then after that, it seems to really just kind of even out into a nice, smooth cocoa tan. Hmm. Well, you're curious how the actual inflammation happens, what the reason Yeah, I mean, is? I'm on a science podcast. Okay, well, I can tell you. Um, the inflammatory response is, let's see. No, I can't find the part. Okay. Is it beatbox? They use both human skin cells and a mouse model for this study. And they found that UVB radiation fractures and tangles elements of non-coding microRNA, which is a special type of RNA inside the cell that does not directly make proteins. And uh, irradiated cells release this altered RNA, which provokes healthy neighboring cells to start a process that results in an inflammatory response intended to remove sun-damaged cells. And we see and feel that process as sunburn. So that's the cause of it, is you fuck up your RNA, and it messes with the neighboring cells to try to remove all those sun-damaged cells, which doesn't always work, and then you have, uh, let's see, well, yeah, the inflammatory response is important to start the process of healing after cell death, and it may clean up cells with genetic damage before they can become cancer, but of course it's imperfect, and with more UV exposures, more chance of cells actually becoming cancerous, because it doesn't effectively shed all of those damaged ones. That sounds pretty cool. I fell off my bike a few, uh, fell off a skateboard a few weeks ago, dug real deep into my back, and uh, pulled sunburn. Well, pulled off like that top layer of skin, like that epidermis. Even uh-huh. I think that's the that scientific epidermis. term for all skin is epidermis, maybe. Mm-hmm. But the top layer of skin, and then that got sunburnt. The deep, not, the deep gash. From what I've heard, that's worse than getting it. Hurt. Was terrible. Yeah. I should have kept a shirt on for about a week. Didn't, couldn't. But there's a lot of recklessness with country summer. Country yes. summer is all about making choices. Country okay, summer. Hashtag summer country or hashtag country summer. We got to make this. Consistent. It's country summer. Country summer. Is that what we said the first time? I don't know. Okay. Yes. <laughs> uh, Nick and I recently talked, and I'm going to name, this is nothing to do with nothing. Uh, the name of my first co- my first uh, comedy album is Bitches Be Crazy. Was that it? Was that you, Nick? Yes. And a good uh, title. You were on board, right? I was. It's a good idea. <laughs> um, often, I don't know if you guys out there in podcast land have ever dealt with bitches, but are you kidding me what they're thinking you know it's like they'd be crazy they be crazy Nick, women be shopping and when they're home they're crazy yeah that's you know? true uh what is your first comedy album called gonna be called nick turner 
This is going to be called You've Been Turnered. <laughs> You've Been Turnered? Uh-huh. I like that. Andy, first comedy it's album. It's going to be called Would I. Oh, you're, you're, are you being for real? you have a wooden eye on the cover? It's, yeah, it's like the end of that joke with the hair lip, hair lip. Hair lip, hair lip. I don't no, know. My, no, that's not what it's going to be called. Mine's no, I like it. Okay. Mine's bitches be crazy. Yeah. And then that's what I say after each joke. You know, like I think it. we lost a bunch of listeners. I think we just lost a good chunk of scientific listeners. <laughs> no, we didn't. We did a lot of science. And then that was one little no, this one is like, thing. This is like, that, yeah, but that proton was... Female listeners... That, right. that proton was was acting like an ion. Bitches be crazy. <laughs> I like that. That was fun. Um, Men are like protons. Women are like electrons. Am I right? Okay. Actually, that's probably true. That's probably true if you look it up. We. Um, what else, Nick? What do you What do you want to talk about? Uh, I want to talk about said. the Jews. <laughs> well, that's a, that's. Thanks for le- letting me get one topic. Finally, in. Jews oh, are ruining Judaism. For them or against them? Both. Okay. I'm for the right ones. Oh. Background, are you Jewish? No. Okay. So we Just should probably move on. a little more <laughs> awkward. No one like here is Jewish. Um, I, uh, no, uh, so you guys, you guys believe in science. You're not God people. Well, interestingly enough, Brooks doesn't want to talk about well, it. Well, no, I mean, I'm Catholic. I was, so. You go to church? Uh, used to. Do you believe? Yeah. Yeah, uh, <laughs> dude. I mean, yeah. I, I'm in the worst. My parents listen to this. <laughs> so you're embarrassed tie. to tell your impar- your parents the truth? No, dude. I go to church. Like I, I went to church maybe six months ago. Like, I still, it. I still go. I haven't gone since I moved to my new place on account of there's not a a, near, a church. Oh, it's always hard to, to find a church in a Latino heavy city. Yeah, it's true. Not a lot of churches around. Um, no, it's fine. People lose their faith, and they should because. <laughs> uh, because God's not real, and it's like so crazy not real. All right, but um, um no, I'd love to talk about that for like an hour. Do you guys? Have you heard do of you guys the, want to do an after the podcast? No, I gotta go. I gotta go do comedy to teenagers. At them, to them, at them. I don't think they're gonna like it. Do you guys listen to the ardent? Have you heard of the ardent atheist podcast? No. Matt and I went on there, and I was I was like a little bit reluctant because I'm not like I'm just not that. I'm not going to proselytize about a lack of belief or anything like. I know I don't think I believe in. I don't know. I, I, I guess this is I why we don't. Of, this is why we don't talk about it because yeah. nobody. Ha- we don't have strong. Opinions. I don't have a strong. I mean, like I guess I don't. I guess I. Yeah. I mean, logically, there's probably not a god and all that stuff. Yeah, but like yeah. I, I just, you know, I don't want to be lumped in with the people who are making that bad. You know, I don't want to be looked at as a person who's like trying to talk everyone out of their. I don't really care what people believe as long as it stays out of. You know, government and things. And true, if they all believe it, eventually it does seep into things, so it's dangerous. But I go on this podcast and I show up five minutes late and I sit down. They've already been talking about something unbeknownst to me. Um, and they ask me what my stance is. And I was like, you know, I guess, I guess I'm an atheist, but, you know, I'm not one of those strident. I just don't want to be seen as one of those guys like, like Penn Jillette, who's an asshole. And there's an awkward silence. And then he's like, well, interestingly, uh, I'm the lead singer of his band. And she's like, yeah, but I just produced his first track. Let's hear that new Pendulet. They're like best friends with Pendulet. <laughs> and I just give him this pat response that I just don't even think about. It's just the thing that I say because I think he's not even a person that is, you know. Yeah, right. Who and knows Pendulet? I don't actually have any ill feelings towards him. And I was like, oh, God, I just said this dumb pat thing. And now I have to like spend an hour in a podcast you with should, two of his best friends. You should hear what Andy says about I love Pendulet. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I really hate. Yeah, I don't dislike Pendulette. Actually, it was just kind of like a no. Pat you hate Pendulette. 
I had his uh, How to Play with Your Food book when I was a kid. That was a funny book. All kinds of pranks you can do with food. Here we go. It's fun. Favorite, uh, favorite series as a child? Nick. Roots. Oh, that's a, that's a heavy series. for That's one book. Thank you. Okay. For real, what what book? What you said series? I don't know what the fuck that meant. Books? What did you mean? You were talking about books. I'm talking Goosebumps. Oh, okay. Well, that's something. Um, Goosebumps or what else? (laughs) What else is there? Someone else. Berenstein Bears. Oh, I like them. Yeah, Little Critter. I did like that. That I read like uh, those books. Like I know what you did last summer, but those aren't Goosebumps. Uh, I like the Goosebumps ones. I I graduated into Redwall. Did you guys read any no. Redwall? No. Pretty good. That's Andy, scarier? you like? I no, like no, it wasn't scarier. It was it was less scary. Does a trilogy count as a series? Sure. It's just three books. I like the, the I liked uh, the Wrinkling Time, Swiftly Tilting oh, yeah, Planets. I like that whatever a else lot. there was. Yeah. Sort of sciency. I think her dad was a physicist, right? Wasn't that the? I mean, it's been a while. Yeah. I remember some part of it about how if you could like compact the actual parts of matter down to just what's the matter now the space between it, everything would become like infinitesimally small and they could make walls disappear because they could make them shrink to the side like that and come back and stuff. Nick, where are you from? Thanks for asking. I'm. Uh, I grew up in Richmond, Virginia. I thought you're from UVA. Country. I thought you're from Brooklyn, New York. I, 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 I've lived there. I lived there for a while. I lived in New York City longer than I've lived anywhere else. Oh, okay, because I was playing a song in my car, and you were like, I know this song because it has Brooklyn in the title. It's uh, The I and Love in You by the Ava Brothers, yeah. and you thought I was trying to kiss you. And, you, and then you kissed me and to you, prove how wrong I was, which I don't understand the logic yeah, of. Yeah, but then I thought, I was like, oh, Nick must be from New York. But you're from Richmond, Virginia? Yeah. So you're a racist? Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, I lived in a large metropolitan area. There's three large metropolitan areas in Virginia, uh, Northern Virginia, the beach and, uh, and Richmond. And, um, those are like normal cities where people, this is my accent, you know? Yeah. (laughs) And then, uh, if you travel outside of those, that's like, you know, Virginia. Did you guys watch Hatfield and McCoy's? Did you watch Hatfield and McCoy's? I did watch Hatfield and McCoy's. Great. Did you see Andy? No, I've heard good things. Yeah. Listeners. I didn't finish it. Watch it. I didn't. I haven't watched like the last hour. It should be called Handsome Hillbillies because they look good at Mm, that. mm, mm. Mm, Anything mm, anything mm. Bill Paxton's in. Gimme, gimme a little big love. You know, I will watch that and then eventually give up on it right towards the end. <laughs> oh, I like Big Love. I, I did, I, I did, and I that. watched it right up until I stopped watching it. <laughs> did you watch it right up until the time when, uh, who's that kind of mannish-looking actress in it? What's her name? Chloe Sevigny? Yeah. yeah. And she started trash-talking in interviews about how it became, like, very telenovela, and then she tried to, like... She got in trouble from the show for talking shit about her own show. Yeah, and then she, and she, she tried to throw the journalist the under crew. the bus, so the journalist just published the audio interview where she's saying this shit. I was yeah. like, that's awesome. I love when someone trashes the thing they're on and gets really honest about it. I don't know why that satisfies me, but like, yeah, sometimes the shit you make is shitty. And it's fun to see someone admit that. Um, yeah. But you can't really say it until after it's over. I guess, yeah. Right. After they stop making money on it. Well, what Brooks, go. I already trashed this podcast, and we haven't started making money on it yet. Is, Wait, that, is that too soon? No, it's good. You have like a bunch of listeners. It's great. You're doing great. Mm, no money for this. Oh, um, audible.com. Be... Stamps.com. <laughs> AdamandEve.com. Adam <laughs> All right. Uh, JustCoffee.coop. Nick. Yeah, but that's specific. Nick. <laughs> what? What's your Twitter handle? Thank you so much for asking. We're going to close it. We're going to start closing down. Shop. At... 
It's me, Nikki T. It's me, Nikki T. Yes, I've recently um, engaged in some other Nick Turners on Twitter. Um, not really them, but their friends to try and see if like, hey, what about the guy who has at Nick Turner and hasn't tweeted since March 09? <laughs> Maybe it's time to like be cool. And then have like the number one Nick Turner Twitterer uh, get his fucking name. Because why not? I mean, wouldn't it be cool if you lived in a world where someone was like, you know what? I'm not using it. It would be great. Yeah. Yeah. You tweet every day. Yeah. You really should be the one who has this. Uh, If you did that, though, you couldn't just transfer over your followers. So would you even do it? You know? Or could you transfer? You over? can. I think you can. Oh yeah, yeah. No, you can change. You can change every day. Oh really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Um, so I, 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 I started contacting some of his friends that were just like he only followed six people, yeah. you know. And uh, so I contacted, I contacted his brother, and I was like, hey, you know, I just want to be a ch- see if he's interested in uh, giving it up. And then he wrote back, and he's like, oh no, he's uh, he would never. He's like really proud of it. He's really proud of it. <laughs> oh, he's fucking proud. With you? This is the thing he's done in his life. He signed up for Twitter a month before I did. So then there's also I like this Twitter rant you're doing right now, and it's getting you more followers. Also uh, at Nikki T, I just tweeted at today, and I was just like, uh, <laughs> oh, this is fun. I was like, hey Nikki T, maybe or, I don't know. Let's see how I uh, see how I I used to have a blog back when I had a blogger, you know. Um, a blog called uh, Nick Turner Fights, and I would just pick fights with random people named Nick Turner. Just, you know, like the people I, I would just Google. Um, and uh, that was a lot of fun. But those people didn't deserve it. <laughs> but these two, oh, so I wrote, okay, at Nikki T. Uh, what's up, man? Enjoying Twitter? You should try tweeting. And <laughs> I, he hasn't tweeted. He's never tweeted. Tweeted. And uh, I just don't know why those people would get in. The people, the earliest people are like just the biggest pricks. I heard they were just cyber squatting. I think Billy Corgans is at Billy for real. Wow. Look, look at Billy. I think it, I think it might be. And I I think that he like bought somebody off. Oh yeah, of course. Paid him like some money to give it. Now I don't even want to look it up. I got cheated. Billy Corgans, just Billy. Yeah. That's awesome, Billy. I gotta be just the only. I'm the only Billy. Uh, I don't know who Andy Wood is on Twitter. I think he's like a pastor. Well, Andy Wood uh, is the lead singer of Mother Love Bone. R.I.P. uh, Too soon. Has been tweeting from heaven. Yes, heaven, Nick. Uh, Or hell, he did. Heaven's just a number. Died and died of heroin. Now wait a second. This is crazy. The guy who has Andy just has 1,600 followers. He's some dude from Ogden, Utah. He sounds pretty cool. Andy Mueller. Um, How did he land that? All right. This Twitter talk is fun. Nick, where <laughs> can so our fans see you? This Thank episode, you. by the way, will be going up on July 16th. What kind of, where are most of your fans and listeners uh, located? My parents' house. Yes. And where do your parents live? Iowa. Okay, great. I will be performing in Iowa for the rest of the year. At the Iowa factory. What's your dad's thing that he makes? Uh, what are you talking about? Food. Like the thing he's known for. Mm-mm. I don't steaks, I guess. Yeah, I will be at your parents' house performing for steaks oh. for 365 days. Wow. Uh, you know, I'm a, I am have a schedule. You know, they Google that. You put them up on Google. Look at Nick Turner, you comedian. Know, it, yeah, puts, uh, you know, go nickturner.com. Check that out. Check Do you that have out. that? 
GoNickTurner.com. No, Nick Turner is some defunct blog from some Canadian piece of shit hacker who hasn't blogged this since is, 2007. This should be your podcast, Cyber Anger with Nick Turner. There's no one, any, there's no one, anyone who was like super into the internet in 2006 has abandoned it. <laughs> yeah, dude. They live in the woods. This will be your podcast under the Probably Science umbrella, just you fucking upset that your name is Nick Turner and people are wasting it. They're just wasting it. Ugh. You know what's not being wasted, though? You're getting a lot of brand recognition in this podcast right here. Yeah, you're Nick Turner. Nick Turner, you guys. There you go. Um, so, yeah, watch Nick set on Fallon. Is that online? Yeah, when I didn't put that online, they <laughs> put it online. Shit's on a Hulu, son. Oh. That's legit. Nick, Nick used to work at 30 Rock and creepily watch Saturday Night Live. I did. I worked at um, NBC Sports uh, f- for uh, an online dog show. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I wrote uh, blog entries in the voice of a dog as well as dog questions of the day. And, was uh, this dog angry that at Fido was taken? <laughs> <laughs> yes. This was pre-Twitter, if you can believe it. I can't. Was there a time? Pre-I was on Twitter. And then, uh, yeah, I would regularly go down and watch Saturday Night Live being... <sighs> That's awesome. Um, rehearsed. All right. And then think one day I'm going to be on it, and now I'm on it, and you know, it's great. Yep. Now oh, I'm a regular wow. cast member. That's great. Okay. It's not, they haven't announced it. So anyway, what do you guys want to talk about? Well, follow <laughs> us at Probably Science, or more importantly, just follow me at Brooks Whelan. Holy shit, it's That's getting to that. That's all that I care about. It's getting to that. <laughs> or Andy at Andy, Andy T. Wood, uh, but mostly just Brooks Whelan does, at does Brooks Whelan. Does T stand for the... Andy the what? <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. Um, email us at probably science at it's me Nikki T. Who gives a shit? No one cares. Summer country, play us out. Summer country. Man,